episode one here we go the on face podcast we got the setup we got the lights and here we go yeah i just came back from the casino like 10 minutes ago i was passing by just lost a hundred dollars in one blackjack session so actually upsetting but i'm gonna go back maybe next week and get some money back and uh, i'm t- talking about casinos i went recently to san francisco i spent most of my time in when I when I spend my time in the U.S., I, us, I usually spend most of the time in Sacramento. So it's weird that I have never gone to S- San Francisco before. Just like one week ago, we went with my family to San Francisco. No casinos. There were like a few casinos, but horrible casinos. Uh, not like a big casino, like Hard Rock Casino or something like that. Uh, worst. Uh, but actually, if... if if I would give it like a rating on San Francisco, to be honest, I'll give it like a five out of 10. I know that some people think that it's actually cool San Francisco, which in some parts it has like beautiful things. But in the big picture, to be honest, it's upsetting. I don't know. It's upsetting. And it was, to be honest, it was dirty. It was dangerous. It was expensive. And homeless people are basically everywhere. I don't know. I think that I was, for my first time in San Francisco, I was, I was going with high expectations. But to be honest, it it's was, I don't know, upsetting. That's, that's, if I needed to describe it in one word, it would be upsetting. But, you know, uh, if you, for example, we were walking by on Fisherman Wharf. And if you go to San Francisco, that's one of the places you must go. To San Francisco, it's on Pier 39. Uh, you can Google that thing and, and you will see that it's one of the places you must go. And we were, bo- we were just walking in the main street of Fisherman Wharf. And usually you go to Fisherman Wharf or you go to any place on, in San Francisco, you usually need to park your cars in the street. So that's like a huge uh, bad thing for me. You, you, there are not so many parking spots over there, no parking lots. And you need to park them on the street and you go over there. And we were walking by in Fisherman Wharf and there was a car parked, but with the windows smashed. So to me, it's upsetting to go to one of the most expensive cities and one of the most richest cities in the entire world and seeing that type of things like a freaking car, windows smashed. I guess their things were stolen. I don't know. But you can even leave your car on the street because you have the, you have a high probability that your car is going to get smashed and maybe things are going to get stolen and I don't know. And we're talking about that you're not like in the bad areas of San Francisco. You're in the one of the places that has the highest tourism. It, 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 I would suppose that it needed to be like a lot of security over there. It's like you pay so much taxes. Uh, it's so expensive. I don't know. It's it was it was upsetting to me. And for example, we also went to Union Square. Yeah, Union Square, which is also one of the main things you need to do over there. And homeless everywhere. And I know that that's a huge problem that most of downtowns are having in the entire U.S. But you go to Union Square, and there's a lot of homeless people. It's dirty. And we were even like looking around in in uh, in Google Maps for available parking places in San Francisco and, the, and one of the most popular parking spots in, in, in the entire Union Square, 
I open the Google reviews and I see the first comment that I see Windows match. So it's a $40 parking lot for, it's, we're talking about like $10 the hour. I don't know. It was kind of, kind of upsetting. And, and, and we even, we even just see the, we, we, we just saw the news about the, the cash app CEO getting stabbed or, or something like that on, on, on San Francisco. So that's, that tells you something. We, I, I think I went to every single place you must go to San Francisco. And, and, and to be honest, there are just a few things that are pretty, but overall, it's, it's not such a good place. Maybe in the movies, you can see it like pretty cool. But to be honest, I wouldn't recommend it to leave over there. If you want to go, you can go. But it actually is not like a big deal. I'm talking about, for example, homeless people that I told you, like this is a problem that most of the U.S. is having in, in the entire in the entire U.S. and in, mostly in downtowns, and like in big cities. And for example, we see uh, Seattle, Seattle, Washington, like the people that live every single day in Seattle, Washington, they're asking to get all the, all the homeless people out, all the homeless people out. And, and what's the plan of the government right now? Uh, they were building, this is like, we we're talking about like two years ago, maybe. But they started a project that it's like 700 tiny houses in 17 villages, and it gives you a total of of 11,900 homes, tiny homes. And to be honest, yeah, that is going to maybe help on cleaning up the streets. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But to be honest, in my opinion, this only motivates more people to become homeless. Like more people are going to if if. The government tells me tomorrow we're going to give you a tiny house with a bed, with a closet, with a, a small kitchen, with a small desk. You don't need to pay anything. I'm going to go and become homeless tomorrow because that's for me, that's just a motivation for more people to become homeless. But I don't know. I may be wrong, but that's that's I think it's 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 obvious. And for example, there was a guy that was writing a book about San Francisco. This guy lived in San Francisco for 20 years. And he was like looking on, looking San Francisco, how during time it started to become worse and worse and worse and worse and like more crime, more homeless people. Um, it was getting way ex more expensive than ever. And this guy to write his book, he started to, to interview a lot of, a lot of homeless people. And he stopped by to one homeless people and he asked him like direct question, why are you homeless? And this guy just answered, um, it's an option now. It's an option for us to become homeless. And these were the words. Uh, the government is giving us $600 per month just for um, economy, ec economy purposes. I don't know why, but they were giving them $600 per month. They had 22 available spots in the entire San Francisco to get a uh, free meal. Uh, they don't pay rent, obviously. And this guy just told him, and I got my phone, I got Netflix, I get Prime, and I'm just relaxed. I don't have anything to worry about. And and to be honest, yeah, it's 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 upsetting. I know that the U.S. has has so many good things, but to see in this type of things, which we're talking about a a a country that in on average your taxes are thirty percent which I pay taxes as well, and 30% of taxes in some states. And this is a country that usually right now has $2 trillion in debt. And I don't know, I feel that sometimes we don't see 
actually where the money is going. It's like giving the money away and we're not like seeing results in some areas in specific. I don't know. It's, it's upsetting. And, it's, and sometimes, well, when you talk to these type of people, they usually talk about how the, the system is corrupted or how the system is it's it's unfair and in some parts yeah they have a reason for example la like this was three years ago the ceo of jp morgan was in a i don't know like uh, congress people were like interviewing him and asking him questions about how he is going to manage the economy or how he is going to manage like all his employees and we're talking about jp morgan chase which is i believe one of the biggest banks in america and that's a fact they manage like two trillion dollars uh this bank for example um they call it the the 575 problem in, in this case because there was a an example when you apply to jp morgan for example uh you need to go and have at least three years experience in in your area you have you need a bachelor's degree and and yeah like uh, some sales experience and things like that but if you want one of the entry level jobs in for example in JP Morgan Chase we're talking about that this is this is a $33,000 per year salary and we're not taking away taxes over there so this means that a person and this is a LA salary Los Angeles California salary entry level job and it's and if you think about it, it's not an entry-level job because this is a person that needs to have three years experience. This this means that this, and also a bachelor's degree. So this means that this person needed to go to college. Most of the people, they have student debt. And most of the people um, need to borrow. Like I told you, yeah, it's a student loan. They need to borrow money and they need to pay it back. And so these are the requirements so for one of the most basic jobs positions in the entire jp morgan chase which is the biggest bank uh but so breaking it down um we're talking about that these entry-level jobs usually pays you two thousand seven hundred and fifty dollars per month so but where you are living in la which is one of the most expensive cities in the entire usa and for example, you can Google this and you can see that, for example, rent, it can go, it can be around $1,700 per month. Now, car expenses, how on average you can see car expenses, $400 per month. Now, we see food budget, average $400 per month. Now, phone expenses, $40 on average. Now, medical, if you want medical insurance, for example, that's $200 per month. So, what is the actual net profit of a person that is working on JP Morgan Chase, an entry-level job? It's $10. Do you think that it's that it's it's fair enough? And we are not giving the example of people that they need to pay debt. How the hell are you going to pay debt? In this case, if you only have $10 per month net profit and you need to pay your loans, for example, and you cannot even go on, on, on vacations because you don't have enough money, so yeah in some cases yeah it's 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 kind of of corrupted and unfair and they were given this example that there was this lady that had the same job position on the congress they were asking the jp morgan uh, chase ceo uh, they were given the this the exact breakdown my dog is it's barking right now hey 
now back in the game my dogs stop barking <laughs> i kill my dog no just kidding uh, um neighbors i think they're having a party right now and they're barking but now back to the game back back to the topic so they were asking the ceo of jp morgan chase about uh they were giving an exact example of a lady that is single she needs to pay apartment she needs to pay rent she needs to, the same expenses that i just break down to you she's she needs to pay all those things plus she has a a, a, a daughter she has a daughter, so she has extra expenses. Uh, she's underage. She, she needs to uh, place it in, in, in childcare and so many expenses and so many things. And the thing is that this lady was, at the end of the month, she was in negative 575, negative 575. And, and that's why they were calling it this type of problem, the, the 575 problem. And they were asking the CEO, what are you going to do about this problem? He didn't even... He wasn't capable of giving a, 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 like a, a good answer. He, he, just, he just answered by telling, one day she can have my job. So she's, the, the probability of, she, of her having that job, it's like, I don't know. I, I don't even know the odds because they are ridiculous. <laughs> and, but this lady was coming out down $5.75 per month. And do you think that JP Morgan was offering her like a raise? Or a bonus? No, they were offering a J.P. Morgan Chase credit card with low interest rates. So because you work here, and I don't know, that's that's so seems so unfair. And I'm just giving one example over here that I know. But there's so many examples, and so many people are in the same situation. So yeah, sometimes you feel that the that this type of things are corrupted and. And talking also about corrupted things, uh, like uh, like a uh, talk that some people are having right now is about mainstream media. Mainstream media, we're talking about like big branches. Uh, we're talking about CNN, Fox News, and uh, things like that, like the, the news that the old people used to listen to. Or if you have cable and you like uh, listen at the, looking at the cable. It's up to you. Uh, but they were talking about this guy, which is uh, Tucker Carlson. Carlson? And they were, they were talking about Tucker. That Tucker Carlson. Carlson. <laughs> well, I don't care. That Tucker. And the thing is that Tucker, this guy, is one of the most, is one of the biggest shows right now in Fox News. And... This guy used to be like super unfiltered. He was a journalist, uh, one of the most popular right now. Is is right now? I believe, and most people believe, and you can go everywhere and see the the, the, the statistics and see that Tucker right now is like the face of Fox. And and seeing him uh, from one day to another just leave and no answers, and we just and just seeing like things like Fox saying we just needed to let go Tucker and and. Yeah, we wish the best for him. And it's weird because Tucker used to be one of the guys that I, that was really unfiltered. He used to talk things, for example, like, uh, for example, the petrodollar. And I don't know if people know what's the petrodollar, but usually it's the currency or the system of buying petroleum uh, of exports. So 
when you purchase uh, petroleum, for example, to, uh, to Saudi Arabia, you need to purchase in U.S. dollars. So, but right now, uh, Saudi Arabia is considering that to add as a payment method the, 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 the yuan, which is the Chinese currency. So this type of things, yeah, they can affect in the long term the U.S. dollar. And, and, and the U.S. dollar is not, has a risk of not having the same power as they have had it like for 80 years. So this type of news, you don't see them frequently. You don't see them like in CNN. Usually you don't see it in, 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 in for example, um, magazines or like the big tier branches and Tucker was one of the guys that used to tell this kind of news like hey people see what the real news are and this is the real news that the, the, the right now the US dollar has a, a chance of, of, of losing his value because now you don't have like that kind of thing that you can only purchase it the, the, the petroleum on, on US dollars now you can use one and, and and you know the debate about China, about China and the U.S. and who is the, who is going to be the like the, the the power of the world? And but to be honest, yeah, that that can affect a lot of things of the dollar because also Tucker was talking about and and and, and you can see them in, in other podcasts, for example, that this, there is a group that is called the BRIC group. And what is the BRIC group? It basically basically consists of of Brazil, is Russia, India. China, South Africa, and right now they are on average 19 countries that have filed because they want to join the BRIC group. So we're talking about big countries. We're talking about Brazil. We're talking about Russia, India, China, uh, South Africa, which are big countries overall, and they are partnering up together because they want to use the yuan as a purchase or as a currency available to purchase petroleum in Saudi Arabia and other countries and they want to be like exclusive with themselves and and seeing 19 countries that they want to join them as well those are things that you usually don't see on on mainstream media and for example also uh, recently Tucker was bringing back uh, um, the case of Jeffrey Epstein for example uh, he was talking about why you are not seeing like people asking for the, the for the list. Uh, why are people not wondering uh, or following up with what happened to Jeffrey Epstein on that uh, on that prison? So there's so many things that mainstream media it's like it's controlling. Yeah, but, but, but we are talking about big news, like things that actually affect America, and they don't want to tell it because I don't know why because they. I don't know why, because maybe there's people on the back like controlling the mainstream media and they don't want this news to become public and they don't want to make a scandal where supposedly there's not a scandal to to be happening. And seeing Tucker in this case leaving Fox and one day for another, because he was on, on his last show Friday and he even, he even said, everybody, see you on Monday. Even th- and also on Saturday, Tucker was having like a huge conference. Uh, he, he gave a, like a big speech about talking about the same things that he, he basically regrets on supporting those type of news being being shadowed and being ignored. And he was tired of, of those things. So I don't know. This is like a, like a, 
like a basically signal or a something that I don't know. You can get it however way you want, but it's weird that this is the guy that is basically the face of Fox News. This guy generates more, the more income right now for Fox News, and we just see him go one day to another after giving this type of speech that he's tired of of doing these things we also he also said the same thing on the on the full send podcast it's weird it's weird well we live in a in a crazy in a crazy country and in a crazy world overall because uh i know that people right now are just watching this podcast because it's in, in english i guess and most of the viewers i guess they're going to be from the u.s because I'm going to publish it in the U.S. and I'm going to do some advertising in the U.S. But I come from a third world country, which is El Salvador. And usually you come to the first world country and you expect like a lot of things. And, and seeing this type of things happening and this type of, I can call it corruption on, on, on the, private, pri the private companies and, and on the mainstream medias. I don't know. Uh, that leaves you to think something. I don't... And I don't want to make this this podcast so long. I want to keep it like as short as possible and but precise, and because I want to keep you over here and listen everything that I have to say. And you can also comment on or send me a, a message on Instagram and give me ideas or give me feedback or, or, or about what I just said, or if you have an, a, a counterpart over here and we can, and, and I can speak on here and, and and I can give my opinion as well. But before I go, I'm going to end this podcast with a poem or with a quote. And it says, you are not thankful for something if you won't fight for it. Fighting to maintain and retain. Fighting to gain or obtain. That shows genuine appreciation. If you don't maintain or retain your money, girlfriend, and children... Don't be surprised if you lose it all one day. It is the reality of a man. If you're a man of any value at all, you will finish the day tired and dirty, prepared to do the same thing the next day. Struggle to be somebody or struggle in life as a nobody. Thanks for watching. This is the episode one of On Face 10.